Well, hi, this is Josh Nelson. I want to thank you for joining us on another great episode of Plumbing Marketing Profits, where we interview the leading plumbing and HVAC business owners from across the country and really pick their brain on how they're marketing their company, how they're getting the phone ringing, what's worked, and um, and really just get insights that we can leverage and implement in our business wherever we happen to be located. And today we, we have the, the pleasure of interviewing Kelly Russum from KC 23 and a half hour plumbing. He's based out of Palm Springs, California. So uh, Kelly, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I guess the, the best place to start, Kelly, is if you could j just tell us a little bit about your business, some of the demographics as far as how long you've been around, approximate revenues, numbers of trucks, that type of thing. Okay. Um, thank you, Josh. We started out here about 34 years ago in the Coachella Valley. Um, a friend of mine named Chuck Barrett and I started Casey's Plumbing in 1980, I believe it was. And it, it was his name's Chuck. My name's Kelly. So that's where we came up with the Casey's. Okay. And we thought we would... Uh, try to be I've always wanted to be thought of being different so we can went out as Casey's 23 and a half hour plumbing and really right off the bat got a lot of uh, publicity off of the 23 and a half hour service mm -hmm. um, to date we still get asked what do we do with our half hour off and so we when we started this it was just Chuck and I so we were really primarily doing insurance work American okay. Home Shield type work and really got quite big in doing that type of work not knowing much about business just being plumbers we were working real hard not making a lot of money but really staying busy so it it, it became real difficult to keep on top of training when you didn't have the time or money to do that uh, so we were always caught chasing our tail and then what happened is, is my partner and his wife got a divorce he moved out of town so I bought him out and it's down just Casey's plumbing and it's myself and my wife and my son's now involved with the business we 12 years ago made the decision to get away from doing insurance work and anything to do with new construction because of the just it, it just wasn't it was too stressful for what little money we were making or profit margins. We were making. right and right a real low profit margin and I went to what was called a success group uh, meeting and it was with the uh, PSI, Public okay. Success International. I liked what they were talking about and made the decision while I was there to join, and and ever since have been a member of their organization. Excellent. I strongly recommend anybody that's in the trades to get involved with some organization, if not this, a good organization because it's just it it it's priceless what you're going to learn and 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 be able to do in your industry once you're on top of it and have other people actually watching the industry giving you the briefings on it so you don't have to go through the fat you just get to the meat of it and that's what's great about these organizations mm -hmm. and I also realized one of my problems was I was a great plumber and not a businessman mm. so they they directed us where we could go to learn what we needed to learn and numbers to look at Excellent. the biggest thing I realized was with our business was time and material was not the way to go so we went out and and immediately went out with menu pricing I at that time where we were running probably 15 trucks when I announced what we were going to do the price increase that was going to be involved with it I was right instantly down to four trucks the guy says walked on me Wow um, which is okay because I was it, it was green to me and 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 it gave me the opportunity to to build the business up from there and and believe it or not Josh after I got over the initial heart attack of now what am I going to do <laughs> right the great thing is I was making the same amount of money with the four guys as I was with the 15 without all the hassle and stress without all the hassle and a running gun theory and I'm going well wait a minute this is a lot less stress want to make the same amount of money right maybe there is something to this mm -hmm. so I I diligently trained and trained and trained with the guys I'd get out in-house trainers out-of-house trainers I'd pay for the guys to go out of, out of town to learn and it's not on how to take a homeowner to the cleaners is to actually how to educate the homeowner mm -hmm. education sells yeah so that's what we do in our business we educate the homeowners my guys now fully 100% understand why they need to go out and menu price and that's what I try to teach young plumbers today that come to me for advice in our organization or just off the street yet you, you got to get away from time and material that yeah. that that uh, and 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 I try to use logic with them is look, you're paid for what you know. 
And that's the hardest thing in the world in the service industry because you can't really tell the homeowner what that charge is. That's why a doctor doesn't make a house visit any longer. Because right. you can't tell you it's going to be six hundred dollars to come to your house to look at your child. He's got, but he's got ten people, sixty bucks a head in his office. Mm-hmm. That's six hundred dollars an hour. That's why he can't come to your house. Right. He'd rather come to your house because the odds are he's going to get less sick himself seeing five of you in a day than twenty-five of you in his office. But nevertheless, we have to come to the home, and it would be advantageous. It would be crazy to even. And this is what I say to him: Do you train your guys? Yes. Technically, no, I have people come in all the time, teach them how to be efficient on this and this. And I said, do you realize what you're doing to your guys? You're teaching the guy to get quick and efficient to make less money. Because you're trying your buddy hour. Right. So the faster and more efficient he gets, he's not going to get paid for what he knows and what he learned. Mm-hmm. He's going to get paid for time. But he, he's an idiot. You need right. to, He needs to be as slow as he can. It's just obvious. So right there you can see, and that always breeds trouble. And so we, you know, painstaking throughout these years have realized, yeah, it was a big turnaround. It's hard to get a person to come in that's already been brought up in the time of material and doesn't understand because they automatically think you're ripping a homeowner off. No, no, you're not. You're charging what you need to charge to be in business. To be, yeah, to be a profitable business. That's right. That's right. And I realized, Josh, that, that through this last crash we had, I thought, you know, it was as bad as it looks and feels we'd all be in a food line why aren't we you know and then i had to realize wow you know what there is a reason why there's a four-year university for business so what gave any one of us that were great plumbers one day when we woke up decided after we put in six years working for somebody we're gonna go out and go into business without any education Mm -hmm. and there's where we got our problem in our industry Right. We're running around being good plumbers, not businessmen. Right. Thinking on the, the technical side of the business as opposed to the business side of yes. the business. Yes. So as long as, and, they, and now I'll give you this. I'm a graduate of the University of Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. you know, but they pretty much eliminated that school any longer. You can't make the mistakes like you used to be able to make and still continue on in business today. So, and, and, and I'm not saying that not to go into business because of being a great plumber, but understand that's what you are. And so what you do is you hire the people to take care of the business side of it for you, and you learn as you're going as fast as you can to watch your own business. But get somebody in there to take care of your books for you so you don't have to stumble through it and make the mistakes. Mm-hmm. You can have somebody answer the phone for you. You don't have to have somebody in the office. It would be nice if you did, but right now you don't. And and everything you need to do to run that business. Again, I'll give you another thing, and that's not blowing smoke up you guys. But I also realized, Josh, look, Kel, you're a great plumber. You have to understand, the yellow pages are going away. Yep, not in my area yet because of seniors. Mm-hmm. But most, I was just in San Francisco uh, for a weekend with my son, four plumbers in the phone book. Now, I know there's a lot more plumbers in San Francisco than Palm Springs. Yeah. And, I, and we've got four phone books out here. Hmm. It's not that they don't live up there. They don't use the phone book anymore. We do because of being seniors here. So we're stuck with having to pay that price for the phone books yet. But it doesn't mean we don't have the youth grow moving in here, so we'd better start looking at how else are we going to be marketing to the young because they don't use that anymore. Right. Long story short, I kept trying. Everybody that called me, Josh, guaranteed, guaranteed me first page Google. I, man, how many of us have got guaranteed that? That's a big page. Right. And so I'm, I, and so I no, I would, I would screw it. I'll just do it myself. No, because the minute you learn something, it's already old. That's hmm. how you how much this thing is evolving. Long story short, I came across your company. Now I don't have to have a staff of people doing part time work on something, me having to pay for it full time, and it not being right because we're behind. Now I have an organization that takes care of everything I have to do with my online, everything to do with my SEO programs, and on and on. And it's just one person I need to talk to now. Yeah. And do I pay a fee? Yeah. But I'm, I'm I have yet to have workman's comp on that fee. <laughs> True. You know, or point. have that fee call me and say they can't come in on Friday, on Monday because they're sick from partying on Sunday. Yeah. And now I can do what I do to make money. I call plumbing. Mm-hmm. So I all I got to do if I get mad, I call up Josh. Yep. What's happening with the marketing? Here's what we'll do. Great. Boom. Bang. So I've taken care and taken that off my list of things that I don't know how to do that I have to learn when what I actually am is a plumber. Yeah. 
So, and, and and for those of you that are listening, I didn't. I'm not soliciting any type of uh, you no. know uh, plug for my services here. That that was volunteered, so I, I appreciate that. And 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 and, and I'm just saying there. This is the things that we're doing, and, and I and you're right. I'm not trying to do that either for you on this thing. I'm I I've told a lot of people what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I brag on it what I'm doing. So that's why I say it's 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 made it a lot easier for me. Good. It really has on on all of that because that's freed me up now on other things that I can do that I don't know have to worry about this. Right. And anytime you can eliminate a, a something that's taking up time away from what you make money, you're going to start making more money. Yeah. And it was a big burden on me. Now I don't have to worry about that any longer. I'm Good. Done. I'm done with that. Radio and TV. We do radio. I don't do any TV yet, but the reason is is because I studied both those now. I I, I figure I'm going to do my homework before I do something. Mm-hmm. And we've now within a year and a half on doing our radio campaign that I've put together, which is really just on one channel. But the way I've designed it and the thing that we're going after, I was just yesterday over there doing a new commercial, and they they shared with me that another plumbing contractor was being spoken to about advertising on this channel. Mm-hmm. And he said. We just can't do that. We won't do that. So thanks a lot for the offer. And they asked why, and they said because KZ's got the radio monopolized. There's we can't compete with that. Well, I okay, but then they they laughed and said, "Geez, wow, Kel, you know, well, yeah, done right. It doesn't have to cost you a ton of money." But we so often go after these things and just throw money at it, and believe somebody else is going to take care of it. Right. That it doesn't work out, and it's thank God, it's not my fault. Yeah, it is. It's your bank account. Yeah, it is you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so so we're we've had a lot of luck with radio for okay. seed planting. You know, radio advertising is for tomorrow. So I, I being a plumber, uh, the term I use it that's that's the farming term is you planted seeds on the radio. Mm-hmm. So you're you're building, but we've got a great footprint. We went out and hired a company that made a great jingle for us. It's beautiful. Uh, based off of my son with a little bit of a, a music background, he said, "Dad, we got to come up with something with a great." tune with a beat with them snapping their fingers and whistling and now throughout the valley if you whistle the first five notes of our song Casey's flowing so it's yep there you go <laughs> there you go so it, and 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 we put that together now with a our our advertisement on on the radio is just a father-son local plumbing company talking about we're here for you we're not selling anything we're here for you and it's not the end of the world. Let us take care of it. So it's been a different way of going about it because everybody tries to shock advertise. Mm-hmm. You know, with loud banging music and everything else, we're just—it's not the most pleasant time in the world to have to call a service company. So we don't need to really get you charged up with hype. So we just, hey man, you know, that's what we're here for. We'll take care of you. And we've got a lot of people, a lot of people commenting on our commercials because we're not trying to cram anything down your throat. This last commercial we ran was just kind of a pun on on the. Uh, heat out here in the summer because I know everybody's advertising TV and radio is blitzing them about AC commercials. We just talked about air conditioning and how hot it'd be and geez, but it'd still be miserable without any indoor plumbing. If you do have one problem, give us a call. And people are just falling over on that one. They're saying, great guy didn't put anybody down. He, you know, and they're there. So that's, that's the type of marketing that we've wanted to do. We, nice. and, and it seems, believe it or not, Josh, it's working real well for us. Real right. Well. Well, I definitely want to. I definitely want to drill down on some of these as well as as we go through some of these uh, sure. some of these questions. Um, so just just real quick, two questions I want to firm up. The uh, the one on size. So you mentioned you were 15 trucks. You downsized to four whenever you went to flat rate pricing. What are you guys running now? We're running six trucks right now, and we're doing double what we were doing without going to the menu pricing nice and we've had an in we've had even throughout the uh these last three lean years we still had a 10 to a 12 percent net profit before taxes at the end of the year wow and a growth so and and i've also realized grow slow but efficient Mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing because when we bring a man in he goes through an awful lot of training before we cut him loose in a home yep and uh and it's and it's not on sales it's on how you present yourself. And, and if you devote that time and you put it into them up front, there's no beating them overhead while they're doing it. 
it's just now it's just uh, our philosophy: time for learning or time for change. Right. No emotions, and and so you you try to teach as long as you can until you both realize it's best to stay friends and have a parting of the way. Yeah. And and you know, and if they're bad enough, you get them hired on with the competition. You know, <laughs> but, uh, uh, a little marketing there, but. Uh, and, and it seems to be working out. We we interview on a regular basis. We do a lot of profiling on them uh, prior to hiring them. We have a company called the Nielsen Group that does a profile on them and and sees how they fit in the service industry as well as being put in front of people in a home. And to date, they really haven't missed a person's demeanor hmm. yet. And they can tell when they try to manipulate the little questionnaire right off the bat. Does that cost us money? It costs us a little money up front, but it doesn't cost us a bunch of money out the back end. Right. So it's, you know, Neil, it's I, Nielsen. It's called Nielsen Group, and they basically pre-screen based on their personality profile and some other traits that would indicate whether they're going to do well in this type of position. Yes. And what he's done is he got together with the president of Roto-Rooter, I believe it was Mr. Rooter, Jim Abrams, uh, at the time, president of SGI Success Groups International, mm -hmm. and they put together the synopsis for a perfect technician. Okay. And that's what they based this on. And then they have a, a number of different things that shows where they fit in. And what's nice is if you use the Nielsen Group the way it should be done, he does a profiling on you and the organization you already have to know what it is that you have. Okay. And how, and the mentality of your organization, let's put it that way, in the way everybody kind of thinks, mm -hmm. because we all fit into a group. Yeah. And then when you're looking at the techs, it also, he compares to see that they're going to fit in our group and it's not water and oil. Right. So they're going to be a good, a good fit with a team that's already in place. Exactly. So again, yeah, two, three hundred dollars, but that with an upfront drug test and uh, a background check, national background check. Not just your neighborhood. Um, you, you're pretty. You're, you're starting off on good ground with this person, and always, always, you got to check their driving record. And all these things add up to a good technician. And and that's something else that we realize too, Josh. Is is, you know, everybody claims they want to hire the best. Mm -hmm. well, I'm always looking for the best. So am I. But I woke up a while back saying, you know, the best is working. They're not looking for a job. Right. So when we're we're advertising for help, we're all going to the newspapers, advertising on, uh, well, no, newspapers, uh, Craigslist, Angie's List, and all these other things for the guy that doesn't have a job. Right. And I realized the good guy, even if he's not happy where he's at. He's working he, somewhere. He's going to go knock on the guy next, guy's door next door, and if he doesn't even have, need him, he's going to hire him because he knows the guy's good. So we came to the conclusion, Kyle and I, hey, if the good's working, we're wasting our money on the rest primarily. Because if they're not working, it's by choice. Like I said, the good guy's going to hit four or five shops, and they're going to say, come on in. Period. If he is looking for a job. Right. So we made up a radio commercial and, and had it all done professionally, advertising for that perfect technician that wants to come to a company that you people enjoy coming to work and everything else and here's what you do and blah 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 highest pay in the valley and blah 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 we killed two birds with one stone. One, my radio station lets me run it as a ad for help, but we designed this thing that if you heard this thing you said, My God, why wouldn't I use a company that has technicians like that? Right. So yeah. well all we did was hit two birds with one stone. Again, get the big bang for your buck you can. Think out of the box. That's great. You know? yeah, I mean, because that's a question we get a lot is, OK, now our phone's ringing off the hook. We've got a great plumbing business, but we've got a deficit as it relates to finding good quality candidates, good quality plumbers to do the work. And so mm -hmm. that's that's a great, you know, a great idea. And just putting an ad on the job board, you're going to get the people that are sitting on their tail that weren't great plumbers in the first place or maybe not even going to be very good. Exactly. So, uh, being creative. And on the radio. And what you want to run this ad is during travel time in the morning and in the evening mm -hmm. Monday through Friday because what you're catching is that super tech either on his way to an unhappy job but it's your job right on his way home from getting his butt kicked by his boss because he was the one that was in the crosshairs at the end of the day and the boss isn't making any money so you want to catch him on a radio saying hmm maybe I ought to give them a call at least see what they've got to say yeah yeah, yeah. and so you, you, know, you kind so, of write that ad and it's more of a recruiting effort as opposed mm -hmm. to you know just posting a, a job opening effort. Exactly. 
exactly. And it's it's a great way to get some good technician come over and talk to you. I also realized if you're hiring the best, be prepared to pay. Because mm-hmm. remember, the best is working. Yep. So I'm going to look at this thing as it's, as it were a professional baseball team. I can go out to hire Bobby Bonds, but he's not going to leave San Francisco, even though they've never won a championship, if I'm not going to pay him more than he's getting paid. Yeah. That would be naive. I'm a human being. I'm an adult. i got a family. I'm not going to make your business or fall with your business. You hired, you, you hung a shingle for the best. You didn't realize you're going to have to pay me a little more to get me to come here? Right. So you got to realize that's what you're going to have to do. And if you can't do that or feel you can't do there's nothing you can't do. But if you feel you can't do that, don't advertise for the best. Right. Because you're going to be really depressed when they come in and go, what? Right. And walk out. Exactly. They're, they're I mean, money where they're at. Exactly. So you got to offer them a little bit more money. But also realize, and you're, you got to know, you got to have a strong nerve that this guy's going to bring that money in. Right. Period. Yeah. You know, and like I tell techs coming to me, what do you want to make a week? I want to make $2,000 a week. you got to bring me in $2,000 a day. See ya. Simple. Right. Oh, hey, 10000 a week, I make two. Yep. See ya. And have happy clients. Yeah. That's the other bonus to it. Yeah. You know? that, that, that's, that great. Also, that's great. That's great insight. And, 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 and another thing also, Todd, oh, Todd, Josh, a lot of people aren't doing in business because they don't believe there's any money in it is, we call it a VRP club, but having maintenance contracts. You know, they said, well, geez, there's not a lot of money in that. And then, you know, and I, well, you're just not looking beyond that initial check. You know, anytime you get your foot in the door, is an opportunity for work, isn't it? Yes, okay, then that's what a maintenance contract's for. You're getting your foot in the door. And on national average, 33% of them are going to have you do work. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, in other words, instead of paying for a lead, I'll get you as a client. And 33% of you every year is going to have me do some work. But Cool. 33 out of 100 is going to have me do some work this year. Well, all right. And like I said, I watched, I came to this conclusion when I was watching uh, TV and the uh, uh, story of, of Costco. Man gives away everything he's in store. Some of it's at a loss. How's he make a billion and a half a year memberships? Mm-hmm. Whoa, let me think about that. VIP member. Okay. Then I thought if I'm ever going to market my business, a, bar, a businessman's not going to come in and want to hear you talk about how many people you work for. That's great. How many are your clients? Uh, well, uh, here it is. No, 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 you're missing. How many you you regularly? Right. Only you. That's a mem- that that that's a VIP, or that's a diamond club, or that's a maintenance contract. That's what they're buying. Oh, okay. Now I can put some dollar figure to your business because I got a re. <laughs> I can see a return. Big if part you of your buddy. Big part of your valuation or your exit strategy. Thinking yes. long term. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and that's and and so that's what we I had to do that because of cancer, you okay. know I uh, bragged about this all my life that I, uh, you know I stayed pretty healthy and, you know that's another story. My son was never going to, wasn't going to be a part of our business. He's got a little bit of a marketing background, but he was a professional drag racer. Oh really? And um, was scouted and and talking with Jack Beckman and and uh, Don Schumacher, possibly going into one of their top fuel cars went out of the blue, boom, I come down with cancer. Wow. So he uh, pretty much put that on the back burner and came to work here and now realizes this is where it needs to be and racing would be a, a hobby. But uh, And that was four times now with the cancer game. But we're beating it, you know. But it, uh, everything happens for a reason, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, it makes you think, think look at yeah. things a little different. Sure does, sure does. But uh, that's pretty much the marketing that we're doing right now. You know, we're not doing a lot of direct marketing anymore because uh, people throwing away most of the marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I'll find if people are doing a lot of one certain type of marketing, I might piggyback a little bit off of what they're saying mm-hmm. and get a bigger bang for the buck. Draft off the, the, the promotions that they're running. Right, exactly. Um, and word of mouth, you know. Uh, sure. Boy, if you can get a cheerleader. That's a non-commissioned salesman right there. Yeah. And yeah. we diligently, we call our clients within two days of every call we run and do a memorable call with them. And we we try to do everything we can to get back in your home as soon as possible. So we'll send out with a first-time client a letter, a thank you letter, very much for using us. Here's $50 off on your next call. And mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many, of my, how many second-time letters I get in. Yeah. From people saying, yep, here it is, just because 
of that extra little bit mm. that you, you went over and above. It's not much, but it's over and above. And we leave people with thought. You know, this doesn't need to really be done today, but it's something to keep an eye on. Oh, and Josh, since I'm in your neighborhood all the time, there's another thought. We've got a shitty plumbing in our neighborhood. You mind if I stop by periodically see if that old water heater's leaking? What? Mm. Yeah, great. You're not going out of your way. You truly are around there. Right. I guarantee you about the second time banging on his door saying hi, instead of sitting at home bitching about not having work, he's going to tell you, why don't you change that thing, man? I'm tired of seeing you come over and you're starting to worry me. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and our guys have gotten to be creative and think out of the box that way. That's good. Our VIP membership also comes with a lot of a lot of things for the homeowners, just not going out and checking your plumbing. We'll run a camera down your sewer once a year. We call it a drainostomy. Mm-hmm. And we explain it to them. Houses, just like a human being, the older you get, you need to check that drain. Mm-hmm. So we call it a drainostomy. Colonostomy, drainostomy, same thing. Yeah, clever. So, and, and, and you'd be surprised how many of them, once they see what they have, don't want that in there any longer. Trying to, yeah, trying so to we do that, that for a homeowner once a year for free. We'll come out to your house and do that. Once a year for free, we'll come out and flush your water here. Once a year, we'll come out and tune up your plumbing. Okay. All for a mere hundreds of one dollars. And you'll get a 10% discount, and my one-year in-house warranty will go to two years on any repairs I do for you. Hmm. Jump leaps on it, leaps and bounds are on top of that. But I tell that somebody else, Jesus Christ, how's he making any money? He's a nut. Yep, see ya. I'm three times in that house, son. 33% of them are going to use me. Right. Exactly. I'm not the idiot. I'm busy. I'm doing the work I need to do, and I'm not getting tired doing it. Yeah. You know, and that's another thing I teach my people. Don't confuse busy with getting anything done. Right. That's running gun. Yeah. You know, work smart, and you'll get rich. Mm-hmm. Work hard, you'll get by. Yeah. And you'll have that job just above broke. Just above. Yeah. Yep. Great stuff. job is, you know. So, and all my guys, I tell them, hey, man, you're part owner. You're the owner in this business, and the great thing you can tell, and my guys will use that with a homeowner and say, geez, you're, you, you, you're a businessman. Why aren't you in business for yourself? My guys that have been with me before, I am. And the great thing about the business I'm in, I have no risk. And when they ask me, they say, because I walk away from it, my boss takes that, but this is my business. I can make this business or I can break it. It's my choice. Because the more I make, the happier he is. That is, we keep bringing in happy clients. There it is. And I, I tell my guys, look, wouldn't it be great to have a business you own that Friday night you can drop the keys on the counter and say, honey, the weekend's ours. I go home and drop it and say, Saturday I'm going in to see if I can make up some work for the guys on Monday, Connie. See ya. Right. <laughs> you have the opportunity to go home and drop the keys. Mm-hmm. There it is. But it's your business. Right. And if you look at it that way and you start training your people that way, they're motivated. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then my guys also know, hey, look, guys, one thing about business, it looks simple. It's just because of being run right. doesn't mean it's simple. It's being right. run right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I joke, what am I say? How many times we get called to go out and give a tankless water heater bid? And if you forget it, I just saw it on TV. It should have taken less than it cost to put in a regular water heater. Yeah, I know. In that half hour, this old house took a month to film. Right. But all they saw was a half hour show. I figured, tankless is the way to go. Shit, you do that in a half an hour. We'll get Charlie in here to do us thirty dollars an hour. That's right. fifteen bucks. No, that was a half hour show. It took him a week to rough that in. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. but that's what I try to tell the guys. Hey, you know, let's just do smart work, the right work, and go a little over and above what we offer, and see where we fall from there. Also, getting to know your clients on a yeah basis. They're your clients. It's up to you to maintain them. Because they're going to make you money over a year. Over the years, you're in business, mm-hmm. and you're in business working for me. Yeah. You just don't have the risk. So are, and are I don't the, pay half your retirement. <laughs> are the technicians responsible for making those follow-up calls then, or do you have an, in, an no. in-house team that does that? Yes, we make we set up the calls, and the guys go out and do it, or they'll just be in the neighborhood and stop by. Okay. That's the greatest thing in the world. You have a client see you knock on their door for no reason. Yeah. Yo, just stop by and say, hi, Josh, I was in the neighborhood. Let me give you one of my cards. And I haven't seen you for a while, and did your son ever make that team? Hmm. Yeah, he did, man. He did great, too. Great talk to you. While you're here, yep. there it is. Yeah. Is it, Are they all going to have you do that? No, but it beats the hell out sitting at home wondering where the paycheck's coming from. Sure. That, that's powerful. And again, you train your people. What would you do if it was yours? Yeah. Because we're all sharing this thing. You guys have to understand you guys are performance pay now. Every owner in America is performance pay. Mm-hmm. 
We're not, we don't have the luxury of work time and material. Even if you are, I'm on performance pay. You right. don't get the chance to perform. <laughs> There's no music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, my joy is wasn't going to the bank and that's keeping you busy. Yeah. Smart. You know, we, you we know, touched, so we, yeah. we touched a little bit, we touched a little bit on the, on the media that you use. You talked about radio, you talked about a little bit internet, you talked about, um, you know, the, the VIP plan. And I really feel like your, your overall marketing strategy really has three core components. It's the, the message. So what you're seeing in the market that makes you resonate. It's the market or who you actually have identified as your target client base and the media. And so how much, and I'm sure you've done this. I'm just curious. How would you define your target market there in the Palm Springs area? Um, we have a average invoice that we shoot for. Okay. And so now I, I, I put that together with the age groups and who can afford that. All right. And we've come to conclusion in our valley, um, that's usually from 35-year-old to 80 years old. Okay. And that's the, the group that I'm marketing to, Got middle it. class up. Uh, my When I talk to marketing people that want to help me out, you guys, I told you, we're, your guys, at, um, I forget her name, just helped me out. But I, she asked, Kelly, where you want to be? Branch Mirage is prominently millionaires. Mm-hmm. We want to really saturate that market because not that we won't work for the others, but we know these guys will be there forever. Right. You know, I, I, I had some dear friends of mine that used to work for me, went out and went into business for themselves and, and, and went under in this last goal round. And one was almost like a son to me, and he still is, but I, I, I asked him, I said, did you ever figure out what happened? Uh, economy went south and this and that. I said, Flo, here's what happened, son. The people you were working for couldn't afford you then. Okay, so they really couldn't afford you now. So you're right. under. Yeah. I'm working for people that are pretty much managing money, and I'm not putting anybody down by any means. I'm just, I've identified my market. Right. And now, and, and as you say, Josh, identify your market and gear and, and gear your marketing to that. Exactly. And don't just shoot darts in a, in a dark hole hoping you're going to hit a bullseye. Mm-hmm. I tell people, marketing today, you can do it one or two ways. Smart and get people, organizations to to do this stuff for you and teach you what they're doing so you can learn it and know where they're going and what you're doing. You ought to always know what's happening. You don't have to do it, but know it. Right. Or, or I say it's it's crapshoot. you got to take a blind man in a room, point him towards the dartboard, and give him enough darts. Sooner or later, he's going to hit a bullseye. Right. Now, turn the lights on and ask, who wants him on your team? Right. He hit a bullseye. <laughs> Obviously, you can throw a dart. Mm-hmm. He's not very good because he's a you can't burn those leads. Right. They so, all yeah, so, I mean, money. That, that, that's, that's great. I mean, so you've clearly defined it at 35 to 80 homeowners, mid to high income level. And, and your messaging, you talked a little bit about it when we were starting. You talked about 23 and a half hour plumbing and the fact that that generated some buzz. Um, for, for those that are listening, just tell us a little bit about what, what your explanation for that extra half hour is. Actually, what we do is we, we leave that uh, up for who it is that we're talking to at the time. I've, many a time, it's uh, I'll be uh, involved in a situation where somebody is having an issue. And I say, that's what I do with my half hour off. You know, we'll joke with people, too, and we'll say, well, the boss has always told us, you know, we could either take that half hour sleep <laughs> or do what we'd like to do on it, and then we'd get right back at it again. You know, right. so we, we, it, it, what it is is it's an open ticket for conversation yep. to get to know your client. Mm-hmm. I try to teach guys, look, all of us can do the plumbing. Spend some time with your client. Get to know them. I, I, here's my example, Josh. If I were as close a friend as I am with you on the telephone and living next door to you as a plumber, if you came over Sunday morning and knocked on my door and said, hey, Kel, come on over for a cup of coffee, and I put the hell of a ticket with my kitchen faucet. You come over, I come over to your house because of friendship and trust, and I'll go, Josh, man. You need a new one. No questions asked. Can you do it today, Kelly? Right. Nothing question about price, nothing else. I trust you. Mm-hmm. Price is num if they people want to research what your computer's great for today, it's a university in its own right that you don't have to pay for if you just want to take the time to use it. On a five question, ten question concerns of every homeowner when it comes to trades, 
prices number five and down. Way down the list, yeah. And you talked that most of these guys are cheap pricing. What? Yeah, yeah. That's how much it doesn't really matter when you do everything else right. So, no, I'm not stealing from the clients. No, I'm not robbing the clients. I'm doing everything else right so the price just fits. Right. You know, and I also joke with people. I get people tell me I've, I've, I'd never use a five-star hotel if I got the money. You haven't been in one yet. Right. Face reality, man, because I've wrecked your life when you go to that Motel 6 and go to unlock that door and don't use the car to open the door. You're going to go shit. <laughs> <laughs> sure would rather be across the street there at that Marriott. Yeah. So it's just that you haven't experienced the good life yet. Once you have, you will always wish you could. Right. You're human. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, you're human. We all want better. Mm-hmm. Period. We're never satisfied. Thank God we're not. You know, but but these are the things that I I look at every day, and then I try to pass on my philosophy with my team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, life can be fun, and uh, now that I've had the cancer, I tell people, you know. Unfortunately, you can spend a lifetime having fun or realize you've got a short amount of time and spend that short amount of time and it'll be a lifetime of fun. It just means once you start having fun, time doesn't matter. You never look back on bad times once you start having fun. Mm-hmm. But if you get into the bad times, that's all you think. Right. It's so it just there. brings on more and more and more. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I've, we really, really work on the mental side. So that everybody's heads there. You know, us, us that are owners of businesses want to always, we think we're teaching our guys when we, we'll say, chastise them. But if you look at, at that national average, also take a technician and kind of get on his, on his case in the morning, he's going to produce 35% less for you today. Right. You better to encourage him, motivate him, and get him in the right mindset. Yeah, and, and when people go, eh, you know, that's not bad, but, 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 let me finish. If you pat him on the back and tell him you're a champion, he produces 35% more. Mm. we got a 70% swing in that, so watch what you say. Yeah. It's not the 35. Listen, it's 70. Yeah. <laughs> if I can get 35% more out of him patting him on the back, hey, again, your win is going to the bank. Yep. Unless you got into business for ego, and that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. yeah. It's the bank account that matters. Definitely. Pat him on the back and send him on his way. Time for learning, time for change, not a time for beating. Right. Again, no university on business has ever asked you when you came in what kind of business you're going into, nor have they said today's on emotions. Neither one of those matter in business. Business is business. Mm-hmm. Math is math. Period. Yep. So, and there is nowhere in there for emotion, but we all bring it. Oh, yeah. It's a big, big problem in business today. Because the professional guy says the Donald Trump's to say, "Hey man, no problem, you're fired." And you want to have lunch later? <laughs> worst thing in the world for any of us that are bosses is to have to fire somebody. Don't matter. It's the worst thing in the world to have to do. There's shows on that now. Yeah, you think it's easy? Go ahead and you fire. Yeah, talking shit on the other side of the desk there, son. <laughs> it's tough. It's yeah. really tough, you know, to have to send somebody along their, on their way. Mm-hmm. It's the toughest thing to do in business when you don't know business. Yeah. If you know business and you approached it right, it's an easy thing to do because it's just time for change. Mm-hmm. Time for change. No emotion. Time for change. Yeah. And we've had those situations, and those people come back and thank us. They didn't come back and cuss at us or anything else. They, yeah, yep. Yeah. They're going to fit somewhere. It just doesn't fit in your shoe. Right. We're trying to put a round peg in a square hole. Mm-hmm. Send it on its way. Yeah. There's plenty of them out there, you know. And you do always have a revolving door. Spend one-third of your time always recruiting for every position in your company. You're not looking to replace. You're just looking to get closer to the way you think. Hmm. And as you get a group of people in your organization that think your way, you'll make it work. Right. I understand a thousand ways to skin a cat. But you got to have one person. There's only one conductor. Follow the conductor. We'll make good music. Yeah. Period. You know? And so that's also what we've done in our business. It's, you know... Here's the policy and the procedure and how we're going to do it, all of us, so that when we go into a home, it's the same thing for everybody. That way, also, I can help you because you can come in one day when you're not doing very well. We can go back on the steps, see what you felt you didn't need to do today that you did yesterday. But I can't if you're rogue. Right. You know, yeah. if you're hitting on all eight sometimes, not sometimes, and you don't show away, how I help? And this is another business lesson. How do you help that? Because he's not going to listen to you. He's rogue. Mm-hmm. 
So you got to bring them in, and that's again now you got to go back to do we hire somebody who doesn't have all that bad luggage with them? Right. We also, Josh, we'll hire out of trade. I've hired a plumber from Starbucks. Hmm. Sit there and ask the kid while I'm talking to him because he's great service and comes over and wants to do this and this and this and this. Hey, you got any mechanical ability? Oh, yeah, I work on my guard and everything all the time, man. Here's my card. You got what it takes. Right you aptitude. Mechanical ability and you got the people ability. That's more important to me. That's two thirds of your job. Yeah. I have had people, Josh, that work for me as God is my witness. That homeowners have called shortly after they've been there and go, oh, Kel, I need to talk to you about John. Yeah, man, is he great, man? You know, we talk about kids and everything. Man, are you so lucky to have him? Anyway, that that faucet he was working on still drips. No, 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 I don't, don't, no, don't bother, John. I'm not calling you a bitch about it. I told you he's a great guy. Just would you note it in the computer that the next time he comes out, he can take another look at that. And I'm sitting there shaking my head, going, he got paid for a callback. Right. If that's not satisfaction, matters more than anything. You tell me. Right. If that has literally happened to what it. It's still not doing it, but don't bother him out. Whoa, that is bedside banner. Yeah. That's what needed in a business from a technical mm -hmm. side. You can okay. test their technical side real quick, but if they haven't got a bedside banner, it's not MASH. They're alive and watching you. you got to be able to talk. Yeah. You know, sure. MASH is a new construction where there's nobody to have to put up with. You know, where you're a MASH unit, this is live face-to-face -face. you've got to have a personality and you've got to be able to talk to that homeowner and get to know them prior mm -hmm. to ever talking business yeah and we don't train that in many companies today we don't train that and it's client satisfaction yeah. my way of putting it so what who cares what's in it for me mm -hmm. that's what we look at every time we get ready to do something either in marketing or something else for a client we turn around and say so what who cares what's in it for me as the client and if there isn't that in there for them, we're not going to do it. Right. It does because again, this is dollars. That's what we've got in this for. It's mm -hmm. got to be what they want. We also have a tendency to sell them what we want them to buy. Hmm. You know, we have certain toilets that we really believe in, but I also tell my guys, don't be silly. If it's legal to code, and they want it, we'll put it in. But we're going to give them the great story about what the one we recommend. Right. But don't but, walk away from it. But still give them what they what they actually want if they right. they really want it. That's right. And be actively listening to your homeowner. We don't do that any longer. Mm. That's the great salesman. Yeah. That's the great compassionate person. Is the person that listens more than they talk. Mm-hmm. Because we just don't do that today in in the world. Uh, I hate to say that we've lost the active listening. We are waiting to react to something you say. So I don't hear your story. So right. it doesn't matter how good my story is, it may not be the story you want to hear. By example, selling cars. I'd be a great used car salesman or a car salesman. I'm going to get to know you and I'm going to ask you, so how long have you had that car, Josh? Great. What do you like about it? Well, I like this, I like this, I like that. It could change anything. What would it have been? I didn't like this, didn't like this. What do you guess I'm going to show you? I'm going to show you the car with all the likes. Right. And tell you why it doesn't have the crap that you don't want. I guarantee mm -hmm. you walk out of there with my car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. not going to sell it one of the bosses that had been stuck in the back there for nine months. We're getting tired of washing. The rest right. of you guys chase that one. I'm going to sell this guy what he came in here for. Exactly. And that's asking questions, getting to know your client. Mm -hmm. I tell my guys, too, hey, look, until the day you knock on the door and ask them if you can look at the plumbing, there's no reason to come back here saying they didn't want something. They called us. That's like the fire department coming back and saying they just couldn't afford us. Well, right. They called you. They called us. There's a reason for you know for that visit. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody's bored to the point yet in America that they're going to call a plumber for the hell of it. Just for the fun of it, right? Yeah. So they called you. You walked out there with nothing. Where do you think the problem is? Them or you? Right. We made a mistake. Let's sit down and figure out where we are so we can correct that and not do it again. And yep. collectively as a group, we'll let everybody know what we've done so that nobody else makes that mistake. That's how we all learn together. Yeah. You know, instead of staying stuck on a problem, beating a guy over the head, it's a time for learning or time for change. Time for learning, time for change. Time for learning, time for change. Yep. I'm tired of telling the guy, okay, then it's time for change. And he knew that. If you were clear with him coming in the door, this is what I'm going to do. He's going to know when he gets walked out the door. Hey, it's time for change. You and I both agree to that. It's been 12 times we've done this. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's over. So I got to sleep. You got to sleep. See ya. <laughs> right. Next. You know, and you got a list of people. 
And another thing keeps guys on toes and on their toes, everybody in your position, from your CCRs to your dispatcher to your person answering the phone to your general manager. Yes, every one of those jobs got a, got a help one sign out there. You looking to replace me? No, you worried? No? Well, then you won't have a problem interviewing right. that person for your job. Because mm-hmm. I also made it clear, Josh, my, my, my business will never have a business for somebody to just work for. I don't care if you came in here to answer the phone or to sweep and wash the windows. You're coming in here understanding I expect you to be running this place one day. Or I don't want you on my team because you don't have to drive. I want. Right. In my company. You you have the ability, no matter where you start in this business, to be running it one day. And that's what I expect. If not, see ya. I have that, that leadership leadership mm-hmm. and, uh, and drive component to them. And they're out, yes, and they're and you know this all sounds like I said, yeah, great. If I could, I wouldn't. And Jim Abrams, you should get him all the time thrown in his face. Well, if I had the luck to have the people you got, if I had the luck to people, if I had the people around me you got, he said, do you think they fall out of the sky? Right. He finally got tired of it. And he put out a DVD like you do, and sent it to all his members saying, do you really think these great people fall out of the sky, or do I hire and fire until I get them? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. Eventually you start attracting nothing but the best. Right. So, yeah, he does have that luxury now where he's not really feathering through a bunch of junk to get to the good. Because he's a bunch exactly. of good coming knocking on his door saying, you ever get an opening, I want to work for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not loving right now either, but if you get an opening, call me. Okay, here's my card. Now you know you're on the right path. Right. So you got people walking up to you saying, hey, man, I don't know if you're hiring right now, but when you are, here's my card. Man, you're working for Roto-Rooter, huh? Yeah, just give me a call. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got to be doing something right. Right. And again, the best recruiters you have in the business, if you train them right, is your own people. Mm. And if they're not willing to go out and train for you, recruit for you, one, they're fearful of their job, two, they don't want to have to try hard, three, you need to get rid of them. Mm. Because their job's not threatened if they're doing their job. If they're doing what they're hired for, there's no threat. So why wouldn't you want to go out there and get the best to work side by side with you? Right. Fear that you might lose your job? Well, then all that is psychologically is you're not performing to the best of your ability in your mind. Try a little hard. You won't worry. Yeah. Give me a hundred percent, man. And that's, that'll be enough. It'll be, yeah. It's a, new, it's a new point at that point. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Yeah. But those that are worrying, we got to sit down and talk because you know, there's something you could be doing that you're not. Right. The reason you're worrying about your job. Oh crap. I might have to have heat up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or the old model, hey, if everybody that's complaining around here would do half of what they think the guy next to them should be doing, we'd be looking 100% better. Hmm. Because I hired you to do your job, and you're watching him not do his job, and you're running over here telling me that. Mm-hmm. Well, do half of what he's supposed to do, what you think he should be doing, and I bet I'd be a lot farther ahead with you. Because <laughs> I didn't hire you to tattletale. Right. No more than I have a second son, so the first one could come home and blame him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and these are just the, the fun things and the things that we do around here that, that, that make it enjoyable. Right. Well, as much as possible, we still have the family problems that everybody else has and the situations, but they're a lot less strenuous when you know where you're all going. Right. But life goes on. You have bad days, and everybody has those bad days. Mm-hmm. But you can deal with that when you all are capable of having open communication. Right. And that's basically what's helped build our business. And we've gotten such a tight, small group. But again, like I said, only to me, I don't need to have 40 guys or 10 guys if I can do the same thing with six. Period. Yeah. You know, and I also, I asked, you know, when I, I talked to other young contractors stuff, and they said, man, you know, I did a higher, higher, higher because I'm just busier in hell. That's good, but it's bad. Because probably half the reason you're as busy as you are, you're not charging enough. I know how hard that is to believe, but it, believe me, if you took your price up, yeah, you're going to lose some of them. Again, you're making the same amount of money. And those that you lose, you're going to lose anyway. When Charlie goes into business and finds out what you charge, you charge a little less. Understand that. You don't have them as clients. You have them because of price. Get that out of your mind because a good client doesn't care about price. Right. Period. Okay, so so raise your price when you have too much work. Mm-hmm. Just enough to see them, and when they start falling off, Okay, but your great client, they're going to stay with you. And now you're working less, you're working smarter, making more. Yeah. Because you're eliminating situations that cost you money 
Yes, not more money, we'll say, coming in, but you don't have the gas going out. You don't have the workman's comp. You don't have the insurance. You don't have the you, – you, you, you go down the line. The pillaging the material and everything else missing. Add all that together and now see what you're saving and what you're actually making by having the right crew and not a huge crew. Mm-hmm. That That's how we are doing it. That's why we are very selective when we take a person on now for any position, for any position in the company. we got to know. They're going to bring us in. If it's a tech, he's got to have. He knows he's got to do five hundred thousand out of a truck, and we are strictly service and repair. We do no new construction, very little repipe work. If we do any repipe work, I don't even advertise for it. It's for my clients because I know my clients will pay the price to have it done right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to compete with the rest just to get to work. Right. You know, and I've also trained my people. We can go broke not working. Why work hard and go broke? Yeah, you know, not that that's my choice, but if I'm faced with going broke, I'm gonna do nothing. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, rather rather do nothing if you're not gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why have <laughs> work your knuckles to the ground into the grave for nothing? Yeah. So we work just smarter. That's it. You know, and then when we do pick up, it's not. I'm now to the price range that I can start putting on more plumbers and not having to raise my price because it's the quality that's making our growth mm-hmm. and the marketing that we're doing. It's not price. Right. It's not price. We we used to have on our invoice, and we're thinking about going back to it, a, a return card that had a questionnaire on it. And one of the things I would always ask for is comments, and I would get, you know, God, yes, we use you again, yada, 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 you're fantastic, everything you and, and And the one thing that would tickle me that I look for on every one of these cards, a little pricing, a little more the next time, and then follow it up with, but I would use them next time. They're my plumbers. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. Right. Yes. I want you to brag to people you pay a little bit more. For, first off, people want to brag that they pay more. People don't realize that. Yeah. People don't understand that. If, and anybody says, no, the guy that bought the Mercedes is going to brag about it. The guy that bought the Hugo is hiding it. Right. Yeah. We love to spend money on what we want to spend it on. That's mm-hmm. the key. Not on what you want me to spend it on. So yeah. find out what they want to spend it on and sell that to them. You become very rich. <laughs> yeah. Because we all want to buy and we all want to have uh, – it's just it's a human thing. Mm-hmm. It's human for us to want to do that, to figure out how you're going to have to present that to them. Doesn't matter what you're in. Yeah. Presentation. Presentation. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you, I think you shared some some great insights. You know, even outside of marketing itself, and you gave some great thoughts and some great strategies on marketing. We also talked about you know how to keep the team motivated, how to choose the right guys, the, the notion of flat rate or menu pricing. And some very, very great, great content that I'm sure the listeners are going to love. Um, we, I think we're going a little bit. We're at about the 50-minute mark, so we'll try and bring it to a close. What, sure. I guess, what would you say to the plumbing business owner that's trying to take their company to the next level, whatever that next level is? And what, what would you, I guess, what would your thoughts be for that person? Um, I'm going to assume pricing is their issue. Okay. Uh, and, and, and it is to take it to the next level. So odds are I'm going to be dealing with somebody that's out of time and material, so I'm going to educate them that they need to go to – flat rate pricing is almost a, a nasty way of saying menu pricing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, example, you know, uh, if I told you, hey, look, we can eat over at uh, uh, Denny's or we can go over to whatever, and they got a menu pricing, mm-hmm. or they have flat rate pricing, well, I'd rather go to the guy with the menu. So it's a better better languaging to say menu pricing. Exactly. Gotcha. And train your people that that's what they're doing as well and understanding that that's what they're charging for because it's a task. You know, and, and yes, you're competitive with the, the next guy because of the way you've structured this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not all the way through it, and it's, it's a long thing, but they need to learn the, the, the theory behind menu pricing, the true theory behind it, and the reasoning for it, and then go after it because if you understand it, you understand why you need to do that. Right. And it's not that, you know, so what if it says that you charge $199 to change a pair of angle stops? That's stealing from a homeowner. It's not. And that's only on the first set. Because a flat rate system or a menu pricing system can only be priced on doing one thing. There's too many combinations. You'd have a set of books to try to come up with many combinations for a homeowner on the different situations they can have at a home. Right. So you, when you set up your pricing structures to come out to your – if you had two toilets that need to be rebuilt, if you didn't discount the second one, here's the way you'd have to do the work. 
I come out to your house, I do my presentation, I get the agreement with you, I do the work, I clean up, collect, come back to the shop, take a breath, shoot back to your house, do the same thing over again. That's the only way you can do that. And that's ripping the homeowner off. Or, since you already know you're in a home, you can discount the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth task because you have time, you're in a home, it's not running back and forth. But you can only structure a book per task. There's no way you can come up with the combinations that the homeowner would have in a home to be able to say, well, to do all these is going to cost that. No. You have a menu price, now you discount second tasks down, explain that to your homeowner. You know, you might have some things where you're almost giving away a part that normally if you only come with a flapper. If a homeowner only needed a flapper and a toilet, that's all they need, it's going to cost them $175. Or if you're doing other things, you give them that flapper. But if that's all you got called out there for, you got to cover your company and your expenses. That's just, unfortunately, that's what you got to do. Yeah, but plenty of other things in a home that get discounted to where, oh, yeah, I can see your same price as Charlie. Yep, yep, and we're trained to look at everything for you because you know what? You're not getting charged by the hour, so you don't have to hustle me to the problem, hustle me out the door. Now it's my responsibility to clean up after myself. You don't have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's my responsibility to get to know you and, and, and talk to you and, and, tra- and teach you what it is I'm doing for you before I do it so you understand what you're getting where I can't do that in time and material. You don't want to pay for all that time. Right. So run, 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 get out, get out, get out, and I'll beat you over the head with the only thing I have I can deal with you on because I'm a, I'm a consumer, and that's my pocketbook. If I knew technical, I'd be doing it. Right. So consumer can only beat you over the head with the pocketbook if you don't do the job, everything in the job right. And believe me, it's not the price. Yeah. They didn't like you. So price is what they use. Gotcha. Price is what they use. It's just the easy thing for everybody to fall. Oh, you ripped me off. Really? <laughs> no. Because it did the same for your neighbor, and they were happy. I just pissed you off, or I didn't satisfy you. But it wasn't right. price. It wasn't price. And so that would be what I would tell it to take your company to the next level. First off, be the best you can be. That's clean, neat. Clean up your house before you go into somebody's home. Clean up your own home. Okay, wear booties when you're in the home. Floor savers. Mm-hmm. You know, not booties. They're floor savers to the homeowner. I'm not wearing... A booty I'm wearing a floor saver for your home let them know that you're doing that out of concern for their home use your your mats around where you're working even though it's a minor job set up for it play the part you know do the job right don't just restore flow play the drain for them tell them what you've done don't gouge them for that camera give them the camera two out of three if they see what you're doing with the camera gonna have you do extra work that's what you're looking for yeah. You know, and a lot of guys don't realize that they try to make all their money off their first time visit. There's no trust. Odds are they're going to pay a hundred, spend about a hundred and a half with you on your first visit out of lack of trust. Maybe a little more if you were recommended to them. So don't try to beat them over the head the first time through the door with a bunch of stuff that they need. You're now PRing more so than making work. Yeah. You know, and just just teach your guys and gals that you have out in the field. This is what they're doing. You know. Get some common ground with your homeowner. Like I said, if I come over, if now if I was the plumber, Josh, and came to your house on Monday and told you you need a new new faucet, you'd ask me why because you don't know me and you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. But since I'm your neighbor and we have coffee together, we've gone fishing a couple times. Bolt. Hey, Kel, you think I need a faucet? Put it in. Right. That's getting to know your client before you sell to them. Mm-hmm. And don't, and you're not going to rip a friend off either. So I'm talking ethics now. Yep. You know. And am I saying every time something needs to be changed? No. That's not the mentality of, of flat rate pricing or menu pricing. But it is right to ask your client a few questions such as, so tell me, Josh, how many times a year, how many times have you had somebody out here work on this closet? Well, they come out a couple times a year. Really? So do I want to continue to do that, or do I want to put a new faucet in and give you a five-year ironclad, don't worry about it, pause, uh, warranty? Hey, real easy when you explain it to them that way. No doubt. Eventually, you're going to pay that to me. I'm the Fram guy. So if I explain it up front, I'm just saving you that grief and time and giving you five years. That's also where our minimum warranty start on a fixture replacement is five years to life. So And it's always in-house. It'll be my company, you see. We have another ironclad policy in my company that if we come out on something we installed new for you a second time in the first year, we're coming out with a new one. Hmm. You didn't buy a lemon for me to come out and fix it no matter how many times I said I'd warrant it. You thought you were buying new. So you're going to get a new one, and we'll take it back to the manufacturer because I made clear with my manufacturers that's what I do. And if you want me to sell your product, you're going to understand that. Mm-hmm. When I said it back to you, saying didn't work. Right. 
and those are little things. I've got an ironclad policy in our company, uh, warranties. If you can give me an apples-to-apples -apples bid to what I'm doing for you, this is my guy's talking to a homeowner, we mm -hmm. will match that price and give you $150 in future work, free. So why wouldn't you have me do the work now? I'm here. You take off work. I can get that water heater installed for you right now. Have your wife in hot water tonight. You won't have to take another day off. All you got to do is call around town and try to beat my price legitimately. I'm going to have you do it. Go ahead. My company never gives you no warranty, even though I know some things can't be warranted. But that's a ironclad. I'm going to badmouth you when it breaks. Right. right here, I'm not giving you a warranty. So here's what I'll do for you. If this does not work for you in the next 30 days, it fails, I'll come back and credit you half of what I did today towards what I recommend, putting a new one in. How's that sound? Great. I'm willing to roll the dice with you. Me too. Instead of telling them going out the door, okay, man, remember, there ain't no warranty. Oh, really? And you charge me what you charge me, huh? No, there is no warranty, but I'll credit you half of this, and I'll come back. I tell the guys, that's getting your tip up front to do the right job out the back end. Right. Instead of having a bad mouth, you're charging what you charge, and you won't even come back. Mm-hmm. You know? And these are things just in-house training, in-house training, over and over with you guys. Give that a, a that a service, and your price can really is not going to be a problem. If you have a lot of business, raise your price accordingly, because you're going to get to your market. That's what we did. We got to where our market is now, and we know what our market will sustain, and we know they'll be there tomorrow, no matter what happens. Right, because you so were we selective did. with the target market you chose to work with. We started with the cores and worked ourselves to the premier beer. Mm -hmm. But we had to start out with the bottom to figure out where our market was going to come from. Right. So we started out working for everybody, working our ways in the ground, our, our, ourselves in the ground, wearing out our trucks and everything else, and we crept up on the scale. So, okay, right here is nice, this level. Now we're growing at a steady rate that would be growth off of our marketing program and our word of mouth. So we know now we're growing the way we should grow, mm -hmm. and it's growing because of these reasons. Now we can just take this bad boy and maintain the crop, and she's going to be good at the end of the season. And that's how we grow our business now. Nice. And we continuously grow 10 to 12% a year. So we're not going to outgrow our pants. We're not going to have to grow and then close. Everything is thought out. You know, and, and it's, it's taken me 35 years to get here. That's why I love to try to help the young guy. Mm -hmm. No need to get bruises on your knees. You can get there quick. A lot quicker if you get the right advice. Yeah. And I want to see everybody succeed. You know, I'd rather, that's another thing, don't teach them what they need to know for fear of them leaving you, but be prepared in case they stay. Because that's the other side of it. They're probably going to stay, but you just didn't teach them. I'd rather have everybody knowing what I know, because they're all going to price accordingly now, now the chip's going to fall under the client satisfaction instead of price. Because so many people going into business and the plumbing, and the minute they get that license in the mail, they call the first three guys in the phone book, what do you charge? And then they go tell the wife, well, we charge a little less, we ought to be successful because we haven't got the overhead you got. Right. How do you figure that? Well, you're a plumber. That's how you're figuring it, man. Be careful. You've got a lot more overhead than I got. You're huge. You're not spreading my overhead. you small. You ain't got nothing to spread it on. You're a single, single piece of bread. Right. Your overhead falls on you. And the easiest way for me to tell your little one-man shop that is any hour, minute you put in your business, if the check's not coming in, it's called overhead. Mm -hmm. So if you sit there at 10 o'clock making out bills and everything else is an IR one, you're a prisoner. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not even doing that with my business. So that's that one-man band. Yep. You know, you've eliminated vacation, eliminated holidays if you're legitimately going to be in business as a one-man band because your clients are going to continue to have plumbing problems. And you'll lose them if you're not there for them. Yeah. So... It's not good to be the one man. You end up being a handyman now mm -hmm. is what it is because you can't sustain a living, not a good living that we all thought we could because we don't have to put up with the other whatever you put up with with client, with employees. And, again, time for learning, time for change. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, that was, uh, that was a, great, a great interview. I think anyone listening to this is going to take a number of great nuggets from it. So I, I want to thank you. Uh, on behalf of myself and anybody listening for sharing sharing the insight and sharing the knowledge and uh, and for your time. 
I want to thank you too, bud, uh, for everything that you guys are doing for us on a side uh, away from this as well. You know, uh, it's, it's always nice to know what you're doing is right. Mm -hmm. And you guys are on the right path with what you're doing. Good. Good. All right, bud. And anybody that wants to talk to me, uh, they can get a hold of me through you if they want to. And uh, I'm here for anybody who wants to just talk, you know. And I'm not here to tell you you're doing anything wrong. I'm just here to make suggestions and you make the choice. I believe in giving you choices today. So all I'll do is give you some other choices to think about, and you go on your way and figure out which way is best for you. Excellent. This is the way I look at things. So anybody ever wants any to talk, I'm, I'm here. What would be what would be the best way for them to reach out to you if you feel comfortable sharing that? Um, going to my regular email address just out to myself, which would be K, like Kelly, D, Debbie, Russum, R-U-S-S-U-M, at AOL.com, and just address it that it's to Kelly. And I will always get back to you. Excellent. That way it's away from the business and I know it's personal and I'll call you or either I'll email back and anything you want to talk about, I'm here. And also I'm here to learn. So if you got a better way to skin the cat than I got, I'll always add that to my arsenal. I will not ever, ever say I've learned what I need to know. Mm -hmm. I am always on a learning curve. I do this the same. Our business is the same thing as any professional business, an attorney or a doctor. We're practicing yep. every day. What we that, do. <laughs> that, that's very generous of you. So I'm sure there will be a number of people that, that reach out to you via email. And, uh, of course, if you want to listen to other interviews like this, interviews with other successful plumbing business owners that have grown their business and are willing to share, uh, you can listen to interviews at plumbingmarketing.net. So thanks, thanks for your time.